Welcome back to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Feminine Frequency. So let's just get into it. I have been having a lot of revelations about wealth and about love. And I think in our modern world, that is like the two core desires of like every woman. Well, I would say most women. Even if she's not going to say it, like I'll speak for y'all because I know you guys are lying to yourselves. There's there's something that is in us, whether it's programmed or it's biological, where it's like resources and relationships. You know, I feel like it's it's a common theme in our culture, especially as women. And I think even it's something that men desire as well. It's, you know, resources and relationships. And so when I when I was bringing this 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 revelation to the Lord, like you know what what is this this hunger for for money and for love? And God led me to the scripture in Timothy six ten, First Timothy six ten, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And I was like, you know, I've heard the scripture many many times before, but it left me with like some confusion. Like I'm definitely like when it comes to my relationship with the Holy Spirit, I'm like the girl who's always raising her hand and asking questions, like. I do not position myself to know it all when it comes to my relationship with the Lord. And I think that is the reason why I have so many deep revelations is because I genuinely am not pretending to know it all. I'm always questioning the Holy Spirit. And that's what amplifies his ability to be a counselor. So I was like, you know, a little confused because I was like, okay, throughout scripture, it's like, you know, the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and he adds no sorrow to it. You know, the righteous are blessed. All of the, there's so many things about blessing and, and wealth in scripture. And then how is it that it's also on the other side of the coin, the love of money is the root of all evil. And then the, the Holy Spirit started giving me revelations about the power of love, like the power of love. You know, in scripture, it says that we're, we're to love God with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul. And if you're just starting to like walk in your relationship with God, like you can say that with your mouth, but you're not really going to like, you're not really like loving God with your whole heart and your whole soul. Like you're like, yo, I'm just trying to get to know you. I don't really know you. You love me and you know me and that's great. But like, you know, it's a, that's why it's about pursuing a relationship. Right. But the reason why, why we are, um, told to love God with our whole mind and our whole heart and our whole soul is because there's a power that gets activated through the love of God. There's a power that gets activated through the love of God. Love is one of the most powerful forces on this planet. And because we have such a warped view on what that is, we don't even understand the power that we all have the ability to tap into. You know, because we have been programmed by the enemy to confuse love with lust and and to confuse love with attachment and love with trauma bonds and love, you know, we don't even really understand love at its true essence. And that's a beautiful thing because that's what the Holy Spirit is here to teach us. So as I was, you know, being a student to the Holy Spirit, trying to understand this connection between love and money, you know, I even started reflecting on my own past and my history with, with resources and with love and with money and vanity. Like before I got saved, y'all, like I was like money was my God and like Jesus was second. Like everything I did was like for money. Even if I enjoyed doing the things that I was doing for money, there was always this subconscious thing that I was like always doing it for money. And when I had money, I was like happy and excited and like full of love. Like when I like in the past, like when I had money, like you'll know, like I'm like beaming. It was like a direct connection between like 
you know, my source of happiness. Like love became like, not love, money became like that connection between like my source of happiness. And it was the same thing with even relationships. It was like when I was in a relationship, I was like, ah, like you, like my face would be like beaming. And then if I was single for a period, I was like in this state of desperation. If I was broke, I was in this state of desperation. Like money and relationships were like idols to me because they had such a powerful impact on my emotions. And so when I, when the Lord came into my life again, you know, and I, you know, tried to call me back home into the kingdom after I wandered <laughs> a little too deep into the darkness. Um, he was showing me that one of the first things he started showing me is the idols in my life and, and how much he, he hates idolatry, you know, because what we give this powerful force, which is love to, when we give our love to something, we pedestal it over God, right? And this is how the gods in like the second heaven, like the fallen angels, this is how they have power. It's through our love. It's through our emotions, you know? So we don't necessarily understand the power of our emotions, but God, that's like the beautiful thing about like really understanding what it means to give your soul to Christ. Your soul is, the, is comprised of your, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your soul is comprised of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And if your mind is focused on money, if your emotions are focused on money, if you are doing things for money, that means money is your God. If your mind is focused on relationships, if your heart is like empty when you don't have like a, a man in your life or a woman in your life, you know, if there are men listening to this, or, you know, and everything you're doing is for relationships and relationships are your idol. And in order for us to really walk in the power of God, we cannot have any idols before the Lord. And so when I came home to the kingdom and, you know, it was like, I came home, I looked raggedy, you know, I'm like coming in, like, I don't even want to like, imagine me like walking in a castle, like sunglasses on, like. I'm like, don't look at me, I've been through some things. <laughs> One of the first lessons that the Holy Spirit sat down and taught me was idolatry, you know, and why God hates idolatry, you know. And so he was teaching me that money was my God. And, and the way that he showed me money was my God, it was because it was like what I was giving my love to. This And love, you know, when I'm in love, I'm I'm powerful, but when I'm in love with money, I may be powerful in worldly sense, but that means I'm diminishing the power of God because Christ lives within us all. So when we're giving our mind and our heart and our will to Christ, he becomes more powerful in us. Not saying that he needs our power in heaven, but because he is in us and we're here to like be like Christ in the flesh, like not saying that we're Jesus, but if we are in him and he is in, in us, then we are one with him and we are like here to do his work and we're here to like you know exhibit his power and wear his glory and be his light in order for us to really prosper in the power of god we cannot have idols before us and so as i was getting all of these codes about the power of love i saw the direct connection between why we need to be emotionally detached from money when we like take that power cord which is love and unplug it from money we take back our dominion over resources does that make sense because 
in the beginning in the garden of eden the way that we were designed and the will of the father the way that you know god is intending for life to be we are meant to have dominion over resources like earth is meant to be under our command you know earth is meant to be under our dominion we're not meant to be serving resources you know when when eve took that fruit she excuse me she she fell under like imagine like before the beginning it's like woman and then earth is beneath the uh, beneath woman she fell under the earth she fell under the law she fell under the curse we're not meant to be ruled by resources we're not meant to be ruled by money we're meant to make money our slave and i and i i want to say like the b word but i want to keep this pg-13 so i don't have another word for slave but like money is meant to be our worker we're not meant to work for it it's meant to work for us but in order for us to really activate that state and move into that as a physical reality and not just a mindset it always starts off with your soul before it becomes manifested in the physical it always starts off with the soul so you have to mentally unplug from always thinking about money you have to emotionally unplug from always like your feelings are dependent on like or your feelings are like a, a, a reflection of how much money you have. Like you feel happy when you have money, you don't feel happy when you don't have it. Or you're always feeling like this, like, you know, this fear and worry and scarcity, like that, that, that anxiety when you think about money. Like emotionally detaching from it and mentally detaching from it is how you start to take back your authority over it that's how you start to realign with who we are meant to be which is like having dominion over resources and money is not like money is simply a resource it's not good it's not evil it's a neutral tool it is a tool for us to you know do the work of our father which is to take care of people around us and to build his kingdom right it's here for us to help build his kingdom and help build the church and the church essentially just means body i'm not talking about church just church buildings like build the body of christ help out our sisters and brothers in need and to build his kingdom right so it's a tool it's a resource but when we become enslaved to the resource we are reaffirming what jesus has already delivered us from we are reaffirming the lie you know when when jesus died on the cross y'all it took it did not only give us salvation it delivered us from being under the curse it did not just take us from salvation um, take us into salvation and i'm glory to to the father glory to the son glory to the holy spirit i am so grateful that i am saved right but we are not meant to just be saved and then living like slaves. That's like what the enemy wants. Like the enemy doesn't care. At this point, he's like, okay, you're saved. Cool. Good for you. Right. You believe in Jesus, you know, with your, with your mind, you said it with your mouth, you're saved. Okay, great. I'm still going to make your life a living hell. And the way that he does that is tries to get us to believe that we're still under the law. We're not under the law, but if I'm constantly giving my mind my heart you know and my will right um and that's like connected to your the sense of like i'm doing things for money i'm gonna do this for money like when all of those things are in alignment when you're giving your mind your heart and your will to money it is your god and then you take you know the father off of the throne which is really like in your mind the mind of god 
and you know the heart of the holy spirit you know when you take him off the throne right and you make it like make money like the throne of your god or the you put money as the throne like you place money as the on the throne i mean you are enslaved you are reaffirming that you are under the law and we are not slaves you know the lord says that i will make you a kingdom of priests like we're here to be kings we are kings like that's what our we're here to we're here to reign we're not here to be slaves and so it's very important to emotionally detach from money but it also emotionally detach from you know this desperation of relationships as well because i feel like a lot of the times women will connect those two things together especially women who are tapped into the feminine frequency like a man with money a man with resources is like now slowly becoming like the new god like the new idol right like our minds so many so many women i was in that place at one point like our minds will be focused on it our heart will be focused on it and our will will be flowing with it when that starts to become an idol in your life let's say like a wealthy man a man with resources you are of reaffirming that you are a slave and you are turning down the finished works of the cross like it's so important that we really get this as women like we need to only keep jesus christ on that throne we cannot keep money on that throne we can't even keep the love of money on that throne we can't keep luxury on that throne we can't keep a man a rich dude we can't keep none of those things on that throne that throne is meant for christ because when we are putting christ on that throne he then gives you the ideas the visions the blueprints to get all the things that your heart is desiring you know scripture says you know delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart he will give you the desires of your heart but when your heart and your mind and your will is focused on money you are not in alignment with god to give you the desires of your heart because he doesn't even have uh, you don't even have his power in you anymore you're a slave you're putting yourself under the law when we put jesus back on the throne room in the throne room in our bodies because we are temples for the holy spirit like we put ourselves back into alignment of what what the way like the way that the earth was designed to be like operated, which is like us being like kings and queens and princesses and princes managing the earth's resources and building and creating and enjoying. Like the Lord does not want us to be poor. Let's make that abundantly clear. Let's make that abundantly clear. God does not want us to be poor. He just doesn't want us to love money more than we love him. He just doesn't want us to think about money more than we think about him. He doesn't he just doesn't want us to follow money more than we are following him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because it's like it's idolatry, you know? And God hates idolatry. God hates idolatry. He hates it because he knows that when you are, you know, putting yourself under the law you're not getting the full benefits of what he did when he sent his son on the cross to die for our sins so many what i call like baby christians or people who are new into following jesus they think it's just about salvation no there's so many benefits of the blood of jesus and one of the greatest gifts he has given us besides the gift of righteousness which we'll be talking about soon in dear in near time one of the greatest gifts he gave us was redemption from being under the law 
redemption from being under the law. Like there are so many, there are so many people who are saved but still living like slaves because they don't really understand that we have authority and we have the responsibility to not only uh, replenish our mind with the thoughts of God, but to also replenish our hearts to be in alignment with his love, you know, with his love and putting him back on the throne in our mind, in our hearts, so we can be in the will of the father and his will is for you to prosper. His will is to give you plans and a a future. His will is to bless you. His will is to bless you and blessings The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and he adds no sorrow to it. God does not want you to be in poverty. He just doesn't want you to see money as a God. You know, money is just a tool. And so this is a, I guess you can say an empress code, a a queen code that I really want us to really plant into our, our minds and our hearts and our spirits is that love is powerful especially like when a woman is in love like oh my gosh y'all like now that i'm in love it's like you know and and i'm you know I'm, i'm talking i'm in love in a lot of different ways but i'm really talking about the love that i have for jesus christ now that i'm in love with jesus it's one of the most powerful things in the world right like it cleanses the like the love that I have for God and how I've opened my heart to really start to receive the revelation of how much God loves me. It's so powerful because it, it puts me into this place where it's just like I just know who I am in him. I just there's no insecurity. There's no like doubt. There's no fear when you're when you're walking in that love. Walking in in love is like walking in knowledge. And walking in knowledge is knowing God and knowing the heart of God. And when you really like know the heart of God, there's no insecurity and you know the pursuit of money and making money of uh, making money your God is like the boss babe mindset. It's the it's it's like the chasing of money. It's all rooted from that place of insecurity and so when you really align yourself with the love of god through pursuing a genuine relationship with him not by doing religious acts and fasting always and praying 10 times a day or watching a thousand videos on youtube it's like you know you know god's love language which is quality time i think quality time is one of the holy spirit's favorite love language because It's in that place, that secret place that he gives you understanding. And when you get an understanding or a revelation of something, you it's like you say the words like, oh, I get it. Literally, it's like you are literally receiving something. I get it. That's what a revelation is. I get it. And and, and what he's giving you is a supernatural seed. And if, if you plant it into your heart, you will see it in your in your physical reality because everything is created in the realm of the spirit first. And after it goes into the realm of the spirit, it moves into the soul. And again, your soul is what? Your mind, your heart, and your will. So when you get something in the spirit, which is a revelation, and you bring it into the soul, which is your mind, heart, and your will, this is where you take your responsibility and you start acting on it. You know, so if you're trying to break through, like have some kind of financial breakthrough, you know, you have to understand that it it starts in the spirit. And when I say it starts in the spirit, I mean, like, 
whether it's a scripture that the Lord leads you to, or, you know, it's a vision that the Holy Spirit shows you, or, you know, it's, you know, you hear something, you, maybe you hear my voice. It's like, I'm in the spirit as I'm speaking to you. Like you receive something in your spirit and then your soul, then your soul is trying to get it right. Your soul's trying to get it. When you, the way that you make your soul receive what your spirit received is that you start planting it into your mind in your heart and your will. So you start thinking like God, you know, you start feeling into the love of God. You feel like you have the heart of the Holy Spirit, which is like the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And you start making actions that are in alignment with that. So for example, if I'm reading Timothy 6.10, uh, 1 Timothy 6.10, and I'm reading the love of money is the root of all evil. If I'm reading that, I'm like, oh, my spirit just got that. I'm like, oof, okay. I need to rewire this. I need to take money off my mind. I need to focus on Jesus. I need to focus on his plan. I need to focus on like allowing my mind to be in this receiving mode of his words and his will. And as I'm allowing my mind to be in that receiving mode, I like, you know, I'm giving him my fears. I'm giving him my anxiety. I'm giving him the things that we overthink about. We, I give it to him in prayer. And so I'm just like washing my mind of all of the works of the enemy. And then I move into my heart and I'm like, oh, I can't like, I'm having all of these feelings in my heart about money. Like uh, I give my anxiety to the Lord in prayer. Like I give him my fears. I give him my anxieties and I start really asking the Holy Spirit to reveal in my heart the love of God. And then I start moving it with that love. I start moving with that love. And when we start moving with that love, that's when we enter into the realm of power. That's when we enter into the realm of miracles. That's when we enter into the realm of supernatural things aligning. Because then you are really in alignment with the Spirit of God because you have given Him your soul. And so when you give Him your soul, it's in his possession. Does it make sense? And anything that is in God's possession, he will bless. That's his nature. You know, God, you know, the story about Jesus and um, the fish and the bread. And they, I think they only had two loaves and five fish. I'm sorry if I'm getting this right, wrong. I, again, I, I know scriptures in my soul, but I don't always remember the words uh, perfectly. But, you know, he, he put it in his hands and it turned to something that fed thousands of people. Like anything that is in God's hand, he blesses and he increases. So when I'm giving him my soul, that means my soul is in his possession. That means I am possessed by the Holy Spirit. That means I'm his, I'm his. I'm no longer under the dominion of money, right? I'm under the dominion of God and anything that is in his hand, he blesses. That's his nature. That's the power of Christ, the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, again, really let this queen code, this, this code, this empress code, let, it, let this royal revelation really sink at the seat of your, your heart and in your mind that we need to take these things, these things, these things off a pedestal. Because, you know, in Matthew 6.33, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added on to you. They're just things. We're not meant to be under the dominion of things. We're meant to reign above things. We are created to have dominion over resources. So let's go back to the essence of creation by stop allowing these things to have power over us. It's time to emotionally detach from resources. All right, y'all. I hope this was fruit for you. I hope that you received a revelation through this. It's 
it's just something that I think it's really important as we move forward to this new season, this new era, this new time period where I, I do sense in the spirit that there's going to be a change, <laughs> a change when it comes to money. So right now it's very important that we do not put our faith in money, our faith in resources, but put our faith in God and know that God has literally designed you to have dominion over all resources. I love you all so much and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>